So anyway, regardless, I think that tag should be in the Olympics. Um, summer or winter, let's get rid of that one where they ski for a long time and then shoot a gun and then <laughs> keep skiing because no one watches it. Well, I mean, that, that takes some skill. I don't care. It's boring and I want to watch it. They, I want to watch them. Actually, here's my, here's my, here's my pitch. Here's my uh-huh. pitch. Summer and winter tag. Indoor and outdoor. But on skates. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be... A, Someone could get could get fucked up. You could do roller... It's, it's like the downhill skate, you know, the Red Bull... What, what is it called? It's like the downhill yeah, they do the derby downhill. or they, something. Don't they do it in the Olympics now? They, they did one year, because every Olympics they have four new categories that yeah. they test out, and one year they had it. Do they still do the thing where they move that ball with a with a long ribbon on it <laughs> I don't know this is boring anyway what? welcome back to Action Action the podcast that sets out yeah. to watch every action movie and put them into our specific list of action movies whether you like it or not with me as always is James and Dustin I am John how are you guys I'm good you know pretty good fuck uh, horse dancing like come on oh uh, it's dressage yeah yeah <laughs> Like, he can be 90 years old and get an Olympic medal. Yeah, Mitt Romney's wife What's is a dressager. I mean, you're just saying that as an outsider. Well, uh, he's I, never horse danced. This is true. I haven't danced the horse thing. <laughs> I don't think there should be any sport that... Wait, this is the one where they pretend they're on a horse? No, they are. Oh, no, that's the one where they, yeah, they make it they're, trot. They're or on a horse and the horse dances. Right, right. Yeah. I don't, I don't what's, think the, what's the thing where those girls pretend they're on horses and they jump over the... Over the have you ever seen that? <laughs> There's this what? thing where they pretend they're doing the horse riding uh, and they jump over like the hurdles no, and stuff I, I think and they that, like act like they're riding that's horses. That's not an Olympic no, sport. That might be a sexual thing that's in your head. No, that's a real deal. I don't know about that. Anyway, Bring it up on welcome the to fucking Dustin's dream. Uh, it's not dry. Um, so <laughs> other than uh, debating Olympic sports... Which most of them should be abolished, I think, and then uh, we should replace them with cool shit. Also, Olympics should take place on a place called Olympic Island every year. Same island. Oh, I agree on that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Get rid of all the countries. Make Olympic Island. Make it dope as fuck. Like the Jurassic Island. No laws. Drugs are like drugs are legal. <laughs> Prostitution's legal. Gambling's legal. Like make it like just awesome. It'd be like a successful fire festival, except with sporting. Activities, sure. Like Kumite, could you could you bet on the bands at the fire festival? <laughs> Probably, because you can bet on the sports. I'm saying you make Olympic Island. It's a self sustaining island of just like debauchery. Yeah, and, I'm just picturing that like world thing sports. that part on Pinocchio when they are at that like carnival island place, and you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, and it's, they turn it's, into donkeys. It's like that except they don't turn into the donkeys, and there's no kids. Um, so other than Olympic sports. You guys got anything interesting that you guys watched or want to talk about before we get into this redux of Commando? <laughs> I see James shaking his head. Um, no, I've just been trying to watch all these movies we need to do. In yeah, short we're, we're, period. we're banging out three movies in one week. Yeah. Kind of, kind of stockpile a little bit. That's about it. Have some evergreens. Uh, what are they? I watched Roma finally. Have you seen that yet? Uh, I heard it starts off with 20 minutes Quarrel. of, a, of, a, of a, a water draining in a tub. 20 minutes? Well, maybe like a few minutes. <laughs> uh, really good, actually. It's really unbelievably shot, which is, I guess, no surprise. He's fucking... He's a complete genius, so... 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I, th- I know some people have found it boring because um, it is just sort of a slice of life sort of thing. It's not like a really plot driven kind of movie, but uh, I thought it was just gorgeous. And there's like, instead of doing like really long tracking shots like he did in Children of Men and, and like gravity and stuff, he does have a bunch of like smaller ones like in the movie. Like there are long tracking shots, but just not compared to yeah. some of the stuff he's done before. But there's a bunch of them and they're all really awesome. No, it's on. It's on my list of definitely of movies to watch. I just haven't had a chance to like, or the like the, have been in the mind place, right? Yeah, of sitting down and watching a something serious. Like well, that. something serious and something that's also like foreign that I have to like actually pay attention and like read. Right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's it's different when I'm watching like um, like a fucking Indonesian or a Thai like <laughs> fucking you know action Used to the face. Movie. Yeah, where it's like. Oh, if I miss that line of dialogue, is it really going to fucking... Yeah, is it going to matter? <laughs> matter, yeah. Um, and I, I want to give that movie a, like it's it the time it deserves, which maybe sounds kind of lame and pretentious, but... No, I... No, it, I looks, it looks pretty beautiful, so... It is. It's, it's worth watching just for the photography alone. Like, it's unreal. Um, yeah, that's cool. I watched uh, Sex Education. What is that? It's a Netflix TV show. It's a, it's a VHS from high school. It's a net no. It's Netflix. I wish my high school was like this. It's a Netflix show uh, from. It's a British show. It's really good. Oh yeah, it's not the one that changed its name that had that really stupid name, was it? Uh no. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called like like Love Me Now or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what yeah. Did, what was it called in the first place? It had that stupid like. I don't know, something like... It's like, it's all masturbation or like scrotal... Yeah, scrotal, scrotal recall. Scrotal recall, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what a stupid name that was. Yeah, no, that's, that's, no this is a different show. It's uh, it's really good. <laughs> you know it's a movie that's supposed to be so good that we had to redo it on this podcast to do it true justice. Yeah, I know. Commando. <laughs> James, roll the tape. They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went to a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If he wants your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. Do you think that he is going to give us any problems? You'll do exactly as he's told. Last and wake, you fellas. You're a funny guy, Sally. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Are you going to tell me what's going on or what? No. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. What are you doing? Helping you get her back. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what Major did. I lied. If it's a mission no man can survive, he's the man for the job. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. All right, James. So uh, you picked this movie. This is a movie that we did before, before we released any episodes. How many did we do before we... Released our first episode. Dustin, do you remember? It was like almost 10 or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Uh, 
Yeah, I think it was, was it 10? Oh, yeah, I think it was nine, 10. Nine. nine. It was a bunch of episodes, and this is one of them. It was one of the first <laughs> ones that we, we thought, like, of course, we have to do Commando. Oh, man, Cobra? We didn't release Cobra? <laughs> well, we'll have to redo it. We're going to have to redo that one. I mean, there's some that you just got to, like, Commando, and we're going to redo Bloodsport, and we're going to do redo RoboCop. We got Those have to be on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And I think you're right. I think Cobra is one of those I that mean, has to be on yeah. there. Commandos, for sure, you have to do it. Well, sure. okay. Whether so John we, likes it or not. Well, Commando, we did Commando. We're doing it right We're now. We're doing it again. Well, you yeah, know what? No, you know I what? know. And what we should do is next year we should redo Commando again. <laughs> so John we'll make has to it watch a it yearly again. Thing. A yearly thing. So no, we'll, we'll check in with Commando. I, I think once that you guys, I think you guys forget <laughs> about our uh, year in review podcast, in which I said this was definitely one of the films that we need to redo. Yes. Because I thought, okay, no, you know what? You got, you guys are right. This movie deserves uh, like a fresh set of eyes. We should, we should look at it again. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I watched it again. And you came to the exact same conclusion. <laughs> I, I really, I, I pretty much did. I mean, my, my review changed slightly. I mean, some numbers changed. They moved around. They moved they around. Added, they added up to the same they thing. They added up to the same thing, like, uh, which actually makes me feel kind of good. Right. Because I'm, that means like, I'm not. You're like, I feel the same about it. I'm, like, yeah, I'm not crazy. I mean, I, at one point I did have some of the numbers a bit higher and some of the numbers a bit lower and I kind of like changed them around as I thought about it. It's, it's a really dumb thing. I mean, I think I, thinking about it when we, when I reviewed it this time, I'm like, we seriously watch a movie, we review it and then that number just sits there. Yeah. And like, the oh, yeah. fuck, it's so dumb. Like, yeah, but I mean, it just shows how it's dumb, just something like, to do for fun. Like, it is, of you course, can't, like, you can't take these things too seriously. If anybody gets upset about like ratings, like, and, and and I'm talking about like in general, like if you get upset about like fucking IMDb ratings or Rotten Tomato ratings, like you see sometimes people get up so people mad. get so mad about Rotten Tomatoes. It's ratings. like, guys, fucking calm the fuck down. Like right now, it's a Alita Battle Angel. Have you seen this? So like the audience really likes it, and the critics are like, me. Yeah. You know why the audience likes it? It's a bunch of fucking neckbeards. You probably want to fuck the, the fucking robot. The eyeball fuck lady. them. Um, so yeah, they're always like, oh, these fucking critics. They think it's supposed, every movie is supposed to be an Oscar-worthy movie. I'm like, really? Do they? Because yeah. last week they gave that Liam Neeson movie pretty high ratings, and I don't think they thought that was a fucking Oscar-worthy yeah. movie. These fucking cucks. They're all fucking out there rating their movies. They're loving their little battle angels. They're little fucking like, sex robots. They're little Lolita robots. Is that the attraction? Oh fuck it's that! Like a sex robot I guarantee thing? you. Oh, I bet you. I bet you anything. I bet you Reddit's hot about this. It's a manga thing. They're like, oh man, but it oh, didn't no. have any of the tentacle porn from the manga. So yeah, but wait a second. I don't understand. <laughs> like, I I came here. I was looking for eel porn, and there, the asshole had no eel porn in it. I don't understand. <laughs> That's why I got a low rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway. Um, Seriously, that movie looks like shit, and I hope it fucking bombs. <laughs> Let's talk about Commando, though. This fucking straight banger, right, John? Yeah. I, hey, I like <laughs> this movie, guys. Like, I, I think that you're a like I'm. I'm there's not, I'm not a villain in this. Um, I like this movie. Um, I give this movie above average ratings overall, and I still do. I prefer to paint you as the Bennett of this episode. <laughs> oh, okay, you can paint me all you want. Hilarious. Um, yeah. Um, so I have the same. 
He's he's a little bit heavier than me, but we have the same like physical like. No, he's like his arms are even less defined than mine. His arms are really undefined. Yeah, for a guy that wears a tank top the whole time and is supposed to be like Arnold's equal in badassery. Yeah. And the thing is, he has a more of a beer gut than I do. He's got a beer gut. He's got a sweet Freddie Mercury stash. That every everything about him is just he, well, like odd. look, he looks like he just came from like a leather bar, like a you know. He uh, looks like somebody's cousin which is who fine. got a That's job cool. on the movie. <laughs> when he's wearing that knitted vest, which is supposed to be the, the, chain, mail. the, the chain mail thing. Yeah. 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 It's just... I'm, that's what I'm saying. He looks like an extra from Cruising, which is cool. That's cool. Yes, Whatever he wants to do on his own time. Not the first time you've brought up Cruising. But it, but it's just kind of funny that the producers of the film were like, you, well, how can we make this guy badass? Oh, we'll put a chain mail shirt on him, and he'll have to wear leather pants the whole time. Well, from, he, and he'll he, have no, a Freddie Mercury you know he looks like He looks like a fucking like like a union guy, like some of the Teamsters got a job who just like stumbled on set one day, and all of a sudden became the main protagonist. Are, the, are that or he's like a, in a Judas Priest cover band? That's what <laughs> I said. <laughs> he just needs the hat. <laughs> But from from what I remember, I'm pretty sure somebody else was supposed to play the role, and they didn't have enough time to actually get a wardrobe for him. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have time to get a wardrobe. Yeah, like a shirt to, to get like an outfit, I guess. Let's just put this chainmail on him. That'll make him because he doesn't yeah. have any muscles. So we got to make him badass somehow. Like he has no muscles whatsoever. Yeah, he's got nothing. Which is fine. I mean, like we see lots of guys nowadays. I'm not that judging are like, him for his lack of muscles. I'm just. It's, but he's, he, the, he's the bad guy who's supposed to be Arnold's foe, who's like going to be difficult for Arnold to yeah. defeat. And he's not dynamic. He's not interesting. He's just Bennett. He's Bennett. He's Bennett. He, he, hey, want to know something interesting about Bennett? He's Australian, he's which Australian. means which means he has one of the worst accents in the world. <laughs> oh, whoa. Getting, getting yeah. serious shots, here. About, shots fired. Yeah. She got a hot take on Australian accents. Oh, I'm sure Australians love Canadian accents. <laughs> they should. A. They come over here and live here enough that they should. That they should uh, That's should not love fair. It. I, I, I'm sorry, Australia. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No one who listens to this podcast <laughs> in Australia. We don't know. Do we got any downloads in Australia, James? <laughs> Surely Mad Max, at least. Oh, we, we got some. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, Australia, um, if you're upset about it, Fucking send Dustin an email and I'll apologize. <laughs> so Vernon Wells wasn't the original actor cast for Bennett. He he auditioned for it, but he lost the role. But on the first day of filming, the director, Mark L. Lester, fired the original actor, hired Wells, and the reason that Bennett's clothes seemed so tight. Oh, it's because they were for the other guy. It's because they were for the original actor. Nice. <laughs> well, we should. We and should. They didn't have time to make a new costume. We should run down the plot just in case, for some reason, people out there have not seen the masterpiece that is Commando. Yeah. So the plot is, um, he's a, what a general, I guess. Matrix. Yeah. I don't know. He's, like a, sure he's, he's like a former something in the army. Okay. So he had some special ops team. Yeah. Um, he, he like a kill squad. Yeah. Yeah. Much. And so somebody's killing off all the team members and then um, the military comes and says, hey, you know, we need you to come back, figure out what's going on. He says no. And then instantly he gets attacked in his cabin in the woods yeah. 
where he lives with his daughter. Where's Alyssa the, Milano? Yeah, where's the mom in this situation? He well, says, that is he a good said, question. He says later that she he, that she died giving birth to. Oh, to that's her. Tad. Oh, he, I mean, tells, he tells Radon Chong. That's not really a funny thing to talk about. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry, so we start laughing. I'm sorry to bring it up. Sorry, well, it's, an sorry awkward, uh, it's more of an awkward laugh than a. Um, so yeah, she's kidnapped. And then. So then she's kidnapped, and then he basically goes on a one man rampage to try and get her back. Get her back. Fucking right. Now they they do in that first in that scene they do, I guess tranquilize him. Right. Yeah, they shoot yeah. him in the chest. Yeah. And then they, uh, they're trying to force him to go assassinate the current president of this made-up country. Yeah, this fictional, like, what, Central or South American country. Uh, yeah. We talked about this in the last time we did this podcast, but this fictional country showed up in another movie, which was... I forget what movie it was, but yeah, you're right. It was in another... Um, was, was it in another, Lethal Weapon? Was it Lethal Weapon? It, there's definitely another action movie that... Or more than one, maybe, where this fake country was used. Who wrote this movie? Stephen E. S- uh, Su- uh, Souza. And who? Else? Oh, it's Die Hard. Souza. It's Die Hard Two. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Um, it's the same. Die com- Hard was going to be Commando Two. But it's Die Hard Two, I believe, is the country that has the same fake. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. right because it's probably the same screenwriter. Yeah. It is the same yeah. screenwriter. Yeah. Stephen D. De, uh, e. Souza. Oh, good. Good job, John. Good yeah. job, us. Good recall. No uh no internet, just stupid internet. Same same guy that wrote Die Hard wrote this masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, I I it blows me away. <laughs> Die Hard is so good. <laughs> and this movie is Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll be the bad guy in this episode. Of the podcast, obviously, um, uh, I, well, I'm gonna, your opinion is your opinion. Yeah, I'm, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pretty much fire off uh, kind of the same talking points that James has had in some of our later like latest episodes, which is that I just think I'm I'm done with this kind of movie. Um, like, it's just boring to me. Sure, there's some great lines and there's some cool scenes. Like I like I like the one-liners and I like the so many good one-liners. Yeah, and that and that's great. But like when uh, when uh, Johnny Matrix is standing there and he's just firing for like thirty seconds, <laughs> like it just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's there's nothing. I want that kinetic energy. I want like it, it. It's not as visceral and as like real. My favorite scenes in this movie are the ones that are like really hands-on. Right, like when, mm. uh, when he's actually like hand to hand fighting people. Okay. Yeah. And like, and when he's like, when he's doing real stuff, like, like that shit's hilarious and it's great. Um, I'm mean, to jump way, way, way ahead to like the best scene in the movie, which would, would probably be the last scene. Yeah. The garden um, shed scene. The garden shed the scene. Garden shed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd say the garden shed scene is a scene. Is a, a within scene the, within the right, greater within part the, within the, the garden, invasion of the base or whatever. Yeah. So the two greatest scenes in this movie are the garden. Or there's three. There's the garden shed scene at the end. There's the garbage truck scene at the beginning. Right. And then there's the motel fight. In motel the middle. fight's good. Yeah. Uh, I also like the. I like the mall scene. That's pretty good. The mall, mall scene's, scene's okay. Good. The mall scene. So here's, <laughs> let's talk about this mall scene. Let's just set this, let's set it up here. So Matrix has tracked Sully, the, who's one of the, uh, well, he's like the weaselly bad guy. Yeah, he's who just works a slime for, ball. Who works for Bennett and Arius. Uh, 
He's tracked him. He's kidnapped Ray Don Chong's character, Cindy, the flight attendant. And she forced just, her to follow this creeper who was just like hitting on her in the parking was, garage. Yeah, and she does the very right thing of telling an authority figure yeah. that this dude kidnapped, kidnapped me. me. Yeah, he, she doesn't just go along with it immediately. Like, she's the smartest person in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Until she gets back into the car. Well, at that point, she well, believes, like, she's... Yeah, but... She'd come around to believing him. Still, I know, but still. Yeah. For self-preservation, mm-hmm. that was a terrible decision. But that's a fun scene, because, like, so he... So, John Matrix, so Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, ends up fighting... 25 mall fl- cops? A fleet? It's, <laughs> like, the largest security force at a mall ever. And a lot of them have guns. Yeah, they have guns. Which is so like I mean, maybe this is. I a mean, can- that's I, America. Yeah, yeah, maybe this is a Canadian thing. It's just like, I if I saw a fucking security guard in Canada with a gun, I would turn around and walk the fuck out. <laughs> there is no way I'm letting that fucking burn out. Like, you got that one guard that's like he's like hitting on those two girls. And yeah, like, want to watch me kick some ass? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine a fucking worse person with a gun a than mall a mall cop? Like, that's terrifying. Well, teachers should have guns. So I <laughs> oh, I, I can imagine a better person with a gun. Every teacher, every student. <laughs> every partic- student. Particularly janitors. <laughs> Ugh, that's, why that don't we just... Here's the other thing. Why don't we just make... Here's, why don't we train cops to be janitors? <laughs> and then just put cops in every school to be janitors. That would make the most sense. You pulled janitor duty. That would make sense. That would actually make sense. So you rotate out every four months. It, we rotate out janitors. <laughs> oh my God, I just fixed the problem. <laughs> Solving problems. You did it! We did it! Sully. Guys, um, we just we just fixed school shootings. <laughs> wow. Doing Doing the Lord's work here. Cops are janitors. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, whatever. I think it's fucking solved. So, idea. Sully. So, <laughs> the, yeah, the, that scene's fun, but, like, <laughs> that's a lot of co- the fucking security guards. He rips that phone booth out of the ground and, like, flips it over like yeah. a fucking wrestling move. It, and, like, this is, this is one of the reasons why I think this movie works so well is because right from the get-go, Arnold is... Like a superhuman, right? Yeah. And throughout the whole movie, he does superhuman things. I mean, so the opening, our first the final time we see him, he's carrying a tree on his shoulder. Yeah, exactly. And he can smell yeah, he the can guys smell coming. The guys. Well, I mean, it's just They're downwind. I yeah, I, I kind of like that idea. Like to like to switch it up and to think of him as like a more of a mutant. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, that's kind of a fun way to look at the movie. Yeah. I, I did it's look that, at it. It's from that era of, you know, this Reagan era of like these superhuman macho men who go into battle with every single weapon available, like strapped to their body. That's why it was and so these, great. Like rippling muscles and like all the things, right? That's why it was so great when Reagan was president of the United <laughs> States of America. Um, it's too bad that his Alzheimer's, we, they lost the they lost the mutant uh, chemical. Uh, yeah, they lost him with, with his Alzheimer's. <laughs> they can and, all and kinds of Arnold's. They could have had all kinds of Alzheimer's, and in, instead he, uh, yeah, there was just the two him and Stallone. The, the and mutant, they ran out. The mutant, the mutant uh, serum died with him. <laughs> 
but that's the i don't know so that's that's part of the appeal to me of commando because yeah the the plot of this movie yeah it's fucking stupid like there's a lot of dumb shit the lines are like hilariously ridiculous yeah the action is absurd when he goes into this army base and like kills like 200 guys by himself and they're all shooting at him and none of them can hit him you know like it's the to me it epitomizes this when i think of an 80s action movie you know people might think of rambo or lethal weapon or all lots of different things but this to me is like the thing that like pops in my head like this is what an an 80s action movie is i think this is definitely one of my favorite like straight action movies like you can say like robocop and stuff like that but like those movies they're way too political. Yeah, and it has like a science fiction angle to it. Yeah, and all that. Um, and I agree that it's really, really fun. I think that the the hard part for me, maybe it's just because I and I I can't I can't say I'm not tainted by the like, the recent movies that we've watched. You know, like which I've shit on James for pretty much like, <laughs> in his ratings. Like it's, it, but like I'm I'm totally admitting that like maybe I was wrong, but. I just like when you're just standing there and you're like the 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 climax of the movie is you just like mowing people down. It just it doesn't. It fills me with joy. It and it it just doesn't for me. Like is that like is that wrong? Like no, it's no, not wrong. It's just we're just looking at it in two different ways. Like I'm looking at it like this is fucking hilarious because it's so ridiculous yeah. and also. Just because it's so of its time period, when I was a kid watching this shit, and, yeah. you, and we were legit, I legitimately thought it was awesome, and now you're watching it and you're like, "Well, this is just so so fucking silly," it, it's, but it's just it's entertaining as hell to me. Like, yeah, I think it just it just bores me. It's like watching a, a period piece, <laughs> but in the action genre. Oh, it's about, uh, right. It's I mean, like it's watching same, a period piece in that it was made in a period of the period. <laughs> Well, you're looking back at it, though, and remembering a time where this was the kind of thing that, you know, was extremely popular. I mean, it's the same when you watch old cheesy 80s horror movies. When did this movie And we're like, this is so ridiculous. Like, it's so silly. And that's what's appealing. Yeah. And I guess to me, this is like, you're right. It's totally in the middle, in the middle of like the 80s, like, boom of action movies. Yeah, I right. mean, it doesn't have but it doesn't have the seriousness of like First Blood. When was it's, it's not like a high quality, you know, movie like Lethal Weapon or Die Hard. When it's was just Die Hard? Eighty eight, and so this is just like a straightforward as you can get. Like the movie starts, they're like, "Hey, Matrix, we're worried about these guys that are killing your people." Then they immediately show up in it and kidnap his daughter, and the movie just just going. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah, there's, there's no, no bullshit. It's just like, all right, now. Let's let's no. go. Let's do this. You guys have con- you're totally right. You're absolutely right. I mean, a more I would say a more modern day version of this would be Taken. Right. Except that's more like slick and like But that's more grittier and yeah. it's, it's trying more to be slick. more realistic in its presentation. Yeah. I think that you guys are right. I think that you I I completely understand. I don't know how to properly rate a movie like this, like from for our list, like for yeah, for, yeah. like I, and, and things. I I feel like a, there needs to be like um like a time and place rating, like time and place. It gets a ten out of ten. You know what I mean, right? But like we don't have that rating. That's that's an impossible thing. Yeah, and it's also but it's also impossible to separate. Like for me, say I, w- I watched this when I was a kid. And so then how do you separate and go, 
I can't attach any of the feelings I have that are nostalgic to it. And I just, and just try to rate it as a film. You yeah. Know? Well, uh, I think that this goes back to something that we, we struggle with all the time, which is, and we, th- maybe we even talk about it too much, probably for the listener, not necessarily for <laughs> us, but like where we do struggle with like, how do we rate these movies in the end? This is our list. We can rate it however we want. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything and, to anyone. And individually too, we're each going to rate it how we feel. Right. But like, yeah, I think you're totally right. And like, I, I think that we're by, I think it's because this is the, the second time that we're rating this movie, we're not actually even talking about the amazing oh, yeah, we're not, we're not talking about all the in this movie. great scenes and the great lines that are delivered. Uh, that's why we should go back to the Sully stuff when you like, chase him out of the mall and Arnold forces him off the road. And then he hangs him over that cliff by his foot. And he's like, oh, I'm holding you by my weak arm. And all that stuff. Yeah. This is like a hilarious interaction. And then he's That's like. That's when he kills him. Yeah. Well, let's hear the, let's hear the line. Before we uh, listen to that line, I want to I play these back to back. So the first time he meets Sully, Sully says he's a slick, tiny, impish man. He's the weaselly guy. He's a weaselly guy. He's got the weird suit. Like and it's weird his pattern. On and it's his head. job. Looks to, like a child in that suit. <laughs> yeah. It's his job to make sure that uh, old, old John Matrix gets on the on the plane. And you know he's not going to get on the plane. Everything's going to be simple because he's supposed to drive or fly. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. I was thinking about this. That's a, in another movie. It would have been about him having to go to that country and do things. Yeah, you know what? And in this movie, he's like, "No, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I'm just going to get off the plane. And, I have and, and attack this situation. I have a very, uh, I have an opinion about that. So let's listen to uh, the first time he meets Sully, and then right after that, let's talk. Let's, let's listen to the last time he meets Sully. <laughs> Take care. Oh, here, have some beers in Valverde Matrix. It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Kiss me, Sally. Kiss my ass. I can't hear you. I'll say it a little louder than get fucked. Listen, loyalty is very touching. But it is not the most important thing in your life right now. But what is important is gravity. I have to remind you, Sally. This is my weak arm. You can't kill me, Matrix. You need me to find your daughter. Where is she? I don't know. But cook those. I'll take you where I'm supposed to meet her. But you won't. Uh, why not? Because I already know. Uh, 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 remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's right, Matrix. You did. I lied. So here's the thing. I, I, I think that is, that's a really interesting point that you bring up um, regarding like how there could, there's a whole other movie. There's a whole other movie if he had gone to the if country. He had gone. That is a fucking Sylvester Stallone Rambo style like horse shit. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. America movie, right? Mm-hmm. And even though this movie is like. It's got some, it's got some of that for sure. Some of that pro America, pro like war bullshit. Um, it, it deviates from that. And it's not a story. And he's out of the game, right? He's, he's out. And he's just only doing this because he wants his daughter back. Yeah, and he has no desire to get back in. Yeah. So, like, even at the end of the movie, he's not, like, sucked back in. Like, Right, that guy's like, well, well wait until the next time. And he's, and he's like, like, no, no I, chance. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I did my time. Like, I did this shit. I want my life. Like, And I kind of appreciate this movie for not going into that rah, rah, rah stuff. And not, and not being like, okay... <clears throat> I'm going to go to this 
fucking South American country and fight your war for you. Yeah. And then get my daughter back. He's like, no, fuck that shit. I'll take this on my own. I think that's a deep distrust of the actual government that he worked for. Well, and it's also this idea that he's better than everybody at what he does, right? Also, Uh, of the team of, what was it, uh, five people, two of them were not American. Yeah, that's what it was like. Were they an international squad? Yeah, an Australian guy and an Austrian guy. Yeah. Um, This is one of those movies where it'd be interesting if they did one of those discovery channel or something shows on the science behind all the things like could he actually jump from the landing gear into the water into the swamp and survive and <laughs> stuff yeah, like that i was curious i was pretty also, sure his legs would have been up in his guts yeah. i was also curious about the uh the scene when he drives this the 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 truck with no it's not running. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, down the hill. Down and the he hill. still kind of steers it. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I think the f- the one scene that obviously he would completely fail is the scene in which he crashes the sports car. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. With no seatbelt on. Yeah, it's like straight into that pole. He drives mm-hmm. into a pole. He has no seatbelt on. Well, she has no seatbelt. Well, there's no seat there. Yeah. Regardless. Oh, yeah, no right. S- there's no seat on her side at all because he tore no, it out he, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he tears it out and throws it away. Yeah, I think they actually show that scene with her in a seat. Yeah, they probably just probably just continue. I error. think they to- they show his side without a seat in that scene. Really? Did they just move it over? <laughs> I think they might have just moved it over. I don't remember. Anyway, I um, can't go to the tape. Yeah, <laughs> that whole that whole part's hilarious, and and I love that scene where he's r- r- riding the hill, the truck down the hill. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's a fun idea that he's like got no control or power. He's just going on a fucking ride. It's down just this impulse. Hill. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think that I think that's really fun. I think that I I can never really buy this in Schwarzenegger that he has emotions. <laughs> well, he he doesn't really. Like like I don't. I'm not like oh like this guy is like fighting to get his daughter back. Yeah, no, because he, he, he's, you know, especially at this stage of his career, he didn't have a lot of acting ability. He's a he, much he better. Got, he got better as he went he along. He definitely got better. Like, he's a much better actor, even I would say today. Sure. Than he was. But we watched, like, True Lies. He, he displays quite a bit of charm in True Lies. Yeah. And even by Total Recall, you can see a big improvement, right, in his acting. Uh, I'm not saying that he's, like, a great actor, but. No, but, but, but yeah, but he's a, he's a pretty. He gets a lot better. He's a very competent action movie. In this, he he's pretty stiff still. <laughs> uh, and this was pretty early on. My, for him. One of my favorite scenes in this movie of like just straight ridiculousnesses is when he they break into the marine. Okay, first of all, they have the fight in uh, the motel. Yeah, which is definitely I think a highlight. Even though it's a short fight, but it's just well. It's done. a great fight. I love that fight. Bill I think Duke. it's great. Um, yeah, you got to get those titties in there. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. I'm watching it with I'm watching it in the, like, with Diana yesterday or whatever day before, and I'm like, all right, titties about to pop out because like it's you have to have like that scene. It's an '80s movie. There has to be '80s, 80s checklist. '80s checklist <laughs> exactly. Um, so that happens, and then they they go to the car. They're like, okay, let's let's figure this out. All right, here's a. Um, oh, that's why they. Oh no, that was. Here's a receipt. 
Yeah, he has a receipt for, for fuel. For fuel. I know where that marina is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go check it out. It's a very I'm, loose connect, detective I wanna, connection. There. I'm going to be a pilot. This is this much this fuel gets fuel. you this far. <laughs> so I'm then, taking my Cessna license. Yeah. So then they uh, they go to. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It all works. They so they they go to that compound like on the marina. Which, holy fuck! Like that kind of military operation happening in America. This is after they've already made they've already broken in and stolen all the guns and stuff, right? This is from that other store. This is before that. Is this before that? No. The, no, this has got to be after. Because they go right onto the plane and then they fly to the island. But in that warehouse, you see all that milit like all those weapons yeah. and everything in there. Yeah. They can move that kind of shit around and nobody notices? <laughs> it was my 1985. You could do all kinds of stuff. I guess. <laughs> Flying in and out. And just, you know, drugs, guns. Oh, I mean, you, you want to you get into this? Here's the thing. The CIA probably knows about it. They're probably they're just letting it happen. They're probably well, they're probably supporting these guys. Yeah. Oh right, it is the eighties. They're they're probably selling coke because no, they're they're definitely selling coke. The CIA. George Bush is selling coke. <laughs> he is as head of the CIA. He's he's okaying these operations, and it's probably funding these guys. <laughs> Um, the part right after this, when they get on the plane and those guys are riding, this is the funniest scene in the movie to me. These two guys are driving this Jeep down the dock yeah. and they're shooting at Arnold who's, you know, in the door of the plane, the little plane. And he's shooting an Uzi back at them while she's trying to start the plane. And they're driving like five, five kilometers an hour. Maybe they're just yeah. like rolling along so that there's this extended scene of them shooting back and forth at each other and no one's hitting anything. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I see it. He's just like, come on, start the plane. And he's just like, Pfft. he's just like, yeah. for some reason, this Uzi like shoots a million bullets and he's just shooting and shooting and shooting and they're slowly rolling at him and they're shooting and shooting and shooting. And at first, like they're, they're not even hitting the plane. No, they're not hitting anywhere near which the Which is plane. all around him. Uh, at the very end, you see some bullets like hit the plane around where he is. But and he definitely he, kills them. And then he just shoots them both and they fall into yeah, the water. Of course. <laughs> My favorite part is when they're like, he's like, gets the uh, long, longitude and latitude. Yeah. And he's like doing his like, he's like mathing it out. And he's like, yeah, longitude, latitude. And he's like got the, the fucking, uh, the, the compass. And he's like drawing lines. If you rewind this scene, there's a fucking giant circle, circle with yeah. the lines already <laughs> through it, with like an arrow pointing like right bad, here. Bad guys. And then he's here. like, and then he's like, they're right here, and it's like this like pre, <laughs> like he's like already on the map. And she's like, that makes sense. That makes the, sense. The fuel receipt would get you there. Yeah, and back take you. It's like shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. None of that matters. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to get to the island. We then we get to have that sweet scene where he like uh, gets all you know watered up. He's like getting his look. Yeah, he's got his aqua suit, his paint on, and he's got his yeah. little his little ginch on it's like there. A fucking James Bond scene. <laughs> it, you know that is a straight James Bond scene. Yeah, sure. Except he just looks way more ripped. <laughs> yeah, 
He's about, he's a, he looks like a throbbing fucking cock. Like he's just gonna <laughs> burst out of his skin. <laughs> so good. He's a he's a dick with like you fucking get that classic camo on montage it. of the. Oh, and you gotta put the knife in the sheath, and then the, oh, t- like clip the grenades on the jacket, and get the. He has everything. He's got a handgun. He's got two different machine guns. He's got a rocket launcher. He has knives. He has grenades. But then when he when he ends up getting there, he ends up losing all of it within the first five minutes. Well, more or less. I mean... He uses, like, all of it. So, you know, him drawing all the stuff for camo on his skin, (laughs) that's just a strictly ceremonial thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's to get in the right headspace to kill 250 people. he just walks up (laughs) and starts doing shit. He's not, like, really hiding in the bushes. He's not hiding He should have drawn bricks on his face. Well, at the very beginning, (laughs) he, he like, kind of sneaks, sneakily slits a few throats. Right. And then he just, like, sets off. Oh, the guy in the tower saw him, and then he just, like, starts... He sets off those explosives that, like, blow up, like, so much building. I mean, it is pretty sweet when those buildings blow up and you see those dummies The dummies standing there, yeah. My favorite part of is, uh, yeah, like he he gets caught in that garden house and he grabs uh, the three saw blades. He mm-hmm. uses well, he, he gets three saw blades. First, he pitchforks that guy in the chest say, like three, fucking Jason no, Voorhees. Is it in the chest or is it in the balls? That's in the chest. Later, he axes a guy in the balls. Okay, and then he also cuts a guy's arm off with a machete. With the machete, and that but, guy screams. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. But he also <laughs> he also throws three saw blades, and one of them like straight into like a neck. Yeah, and yeah. scalps a guy with yeah. another one. It's, it's pretty. That's the best part. It's pretty. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Like action sequences, right? Is in that yeah, for sure. Above the Bennett scene, which I think is like, <sighs> come on, the fight with Bennett. Yeah, I don't mind the fight with Bennett. It's, I it's, mean, it's it's laughable that Bennett holds his own at all, I guess, but he does use a pipe. I just feel like it could have been so much better. Like his death's pretty decent. His death is decent, but I mean, the fight is lacking a little bit. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not terrible, but. I, you, you needed a guy that was going to be on the same level and he's just not right there's they do a few okay things like where he swings the the furnace door into his face and stuff like that so here's I the thing who who should they have cast what if they hmm. here's the question we're just carl out of weathers. nowhere carl weathers of yeah. course carl well carl weathers should be an he <laughs> should be in every movie that, <laughs> that would be an awesome fight. that would have been a way better fight i right? think this podcast could be called carl weathers should have been should have been in this movie <laughs> Um, um, what if Sully was the last bad guy? <laughs> he just beats, beat him to a pulp like a rag doll, swing him around <laughs> but what into if, the wall. And like, like, uh, but what if he out for justice? Yeah. What if? But what if Sully like just, even more destructive? What if he just had like he was like one of those guys who like just feels no pain. Like he's a straight sociopath. He's like they did experiments on him, and when he was in the military, no, he feels no, he has no nerve in. There his. are, but there are people who like have like no, like they feel nothing. I think it would be a hard sell in a movie like this. Okay, with, with so, a guy like Sully. Okay, so here's the other thing though. What if it was anybody but Vernon Wells? <laughs> oh, poor Vernon. It's not his fault. It is his fault. <laughs> I don't think he's doing the bad job. He's got nothing to work with here. He should not have been They're cast. Like, hey, Vernon. He should have been like, you know what, guys? Chin, no, this sure. is going to work out. No, you're a badass. <laughs> I need Give me my money, and I'm going to leave. Trust me. <laughs> well, it should have been Carl Weathers. No, oh, fuck no yeah. Doubt. It should have been Carl Weathers. Oh, man, that would have been so good. Yeah. The fight would have been way better, no doubt. I do like his death. I do like the... St- 
steam pipe through the or the pipe through the chest into the what's behind him some kind of steam thing yeah let off some steam but man Carl (laughs) Weathers would have fucking killed that role I mean I think that's true I think Bill Duke would have done a better job Bill Duke would have been better I want to say yeah I want to could have reversed him and Vernon Wells yeah (laughs) Yeah, we should talk before the end of this episode um, which seems to be wrapping up but Bill Duke is like the unsung hero in so many movies (laughs) like I, I don't think that we can he always adds something yeah I don't think we can praise Bill Duke enough like he he always adds. He's always great. Now, unfortunately, he doesn't have that big of a part in this. They do give him that extra scene where he steals that Cadillac for no reason and no, drives he, over that guy. That's, he's one of the guys. <laughs> that guy's supposed to be one of the yeah, guys. Yeah, oh, I never. Un- I've never understood that. I never. I didn't. I see didn't. all these years watching Commando and you're so still here's the thing. They showed in the trailer. I didn't figure it out until this. Like I've only seen this movie twice, but this time watching and I was like oh wait he's one of the guys that's why they do uh, that okay that makes so much more sense because I've always been like why does he just steal that Cadillac for no reason and drive over that guy uh, I was like it seems like he's drawing a lot of attention to himself yeah he's, after he's just murdered that other guy he's one of the guys it's because he doesn't give a fuck see you guys that's why it was necessary to watch Commando again it's all Perfect. coming together uh, but Bill Duke Connect the dots. Bill Duke is fucking awesome. <laughs> connect, connect them. them. <laughs> connect them. <laughs> Trapped in Paradise. Probably the greatest movie we've watched on this podcast. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Top two. Top three. Top one. <laughs> At least top five. Um, yeah, Bill Duke. I mean, seriously, though. Like, I I, I feel like I'm giving... Hey, guys. No, seriously. I'm giving a speech at a wedding. I um, just want to say... I, I, I love you guys. Uh, Bill Duke. Bill Duke is the greatest. Um, Bill Duke should MVP. be... In, Bill, Bill Duke should be in everything. Um, he's GOAT. Um, Bill Duke for life. Uh, Bill Duke. <laughs> Give it up for Bill Duke. I like Ray Don Chong in this movie. She's she, good. She brings like a, a different energy to the movie that it desperately needs because, you know, she has like this, you know, when she, he's fighting Bill Duke and she's like, oh, this macho bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, she kind of is able to laugh at it and, or make you laugh at it. I, uh, yeah. It's not I so love serious. Alyssa Milano in almost everything in this movie. She acts like a child, um, <laughs> which is weird because <laughs> she is one. Not a big fan. Uh, no. I also am glad they didn't have a love angle between Matrix and Cindy in this movie. That would Which, that would be terrible. Oh, if they fucked, they ugh. they cut a scene. There was a scene. It just would not. And you know why they cut it? Because there was no there was no chemistry there, and there isn't. And so don't try to force it. And I'm glad they didn't. Which is what we say in a lot of the, yeah. These, except a lot of these movies, they try to do it anyway. They're they like, got to have some boning in there, and so then. If you're going to slip titties in, then slip them in like the way they did in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have two giant men break a wall down in a motel. <laughs> and then there's just naked people in the bed. And that uh, it looks the best. I, I didn't rewind the scene, but it looked like that guy was pegging that girl. <laughs> okay. Rewind. I mean, I'm, Side note. I'm all for it. I think that the other way around. She was pegging she was pegging him. him. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I think that scene should have been a little more prolonged, and then they just kept going into pegging. different rooms. <laughs> yeah, like fighting <laughs> through the all the different rooms. Well, wasn't there a, wasn't there a sequence like that in Universal Soldier where they yes. were at a yeah, motel? Yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah. 
And there's like a mime in one room. <laughs> and that, that's that's how they got the tit the tit scene in that one too. Oh, was there that? In that don't, call it, yeah, don't call it. Shit. <laughs> don't call. Don't call it a titty oh, scene. Oh, sorry, yeah. titty scene. Breasts. Thank you very much. Titty scene. It's a titty scene. Oh, jeez. I think you gotta put a like a like a like a naked girl scene. I think you. I think you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do. I mean, if you say, here's the thing. I'm making 1985, a movie. absolutely. Oh, I'm making a movie in fucking 2025. I'm uh, <laughs> making this. Movie. I'm showing boobs. I'm showing boobies. I'm also showing a fucking fat cock. Yeah, I mean, you gotta hang down. You gotta hang down. If you don't hang down. At dong, the very least, you gotta have some Van Damme buns in yeah. there. Yeah. If you don't hang dong in your movie, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> well, a movie we're gonna be doing, what is it? Is it the next one? What's the next one? Next one is Dread. No, next one's Demolition Man. Oh, Demolition Man. I mean, in that one, Spoiler. you pretty much see dong in that one. Pretty much or full on? Yeah, I'm only interested if it's full on. <laughs> uh, I think you get a couple flashes. Sweet. You got, you, you, Something to look yeah, forward to. I'm with Dustin. You get her hang dong. Like a, like a sweet hang like a man. Dong. Hang sweet dong. Or you gotta like have that fucking butthole scene. <laughs> right, here <laughs> we go again. Like in time here cop. we go again. <laughs> uh, Back on this time. You better pick time cop soon, because I'm sick of hearing about this butthole scene. <laughs> I'm never yeah. gonna pick it. No. Oh well, I'm gonna have to then. That's fine. Jesus. Go ahead. You pick yeah. it. It's probably nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably not way. real. You just imagined what you <laughs> like to have been in the film. It's just a boy's fantasy. It's just, <laughs> it's just a, a young John's fantasy of a butthole. Uh, yeah, no, seriously. Uh, show some boobies. Um, Hank Sweet Dong. Chop uh, a guy in the balls with an axe. This movie's got it all. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the most straightforward. I said this the first time we did this episode. It's the meat and potatoes action movie. And... It's, it's a, I'm not saying it's as good as like like Terminator one and two are better movies. Total Recall is a better movie. Um, Predator is a better movie. But this is a fun fucking movie, and I can wa- I've watched it many times, and I'm probably gonna watch it many many more. Yeah, this is the movie I'm gonna show my kids. I'm gonna be like, hey guys, <laughs> you're fucking you're seven now. <laughs> seven now. <laughs> You're ready for this. You, you've graduated from two, two years ago. You guys watched Bloodsport because that, <laughs> that movie's for pussies. It's time to watch. It's time to step it up a notch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to see your first, first boobs? Oh, here you go. Some fucking whore in a motel. God. How do you know she's a whore? Yeah, I don't say that. Come on. <laughs> That's unnecessary. It's a motel in 1985. Mm. They're celebrating their anniversary. That's what I thought. I actually... (laughs) (laughs) My my brain... I'm not joking. I actually ran through like all the reasons. You're making a backstory. I I did. I ran through all the reasons they might be there. And I'm like, hmm. And I'm like, would they be there? It's their first night off, you know, from the kids. So they went to a fucking shittiest motel. Hey, they can't afford much. I know. That hotel had beautiful neon on the outside. The neon was awesome, (laughs) actually. I think my house needs some neon. That'd be sweet. (laughs) Let's work on that. Let's rate this. Let's rate this. Rate this fucker. All right, James, go ahead. I want your old rating and your new rating. All right. My reaction was seven overall, 6.4. And then my new rating is reaction eight overall seven point eight, so it's definitely gone up. Yeah. Uh, my old reaction was eight, 
and it was a 7.6. And my new reaction is 8, and 8 is my score. Ooh. So mine barely moved. Mine was more or less the same. <clears throat> yeah, so mine, I'm kind of interesting. Um, I'm going to go a little deeper into mine. Uh, we don't normally do it, but my plot has went from a 5 to a 4. Um, my action went from a 6 to a 7. Everything else stayed the same. I ended up with the same reaction at a 6.6. And a 6.2 ended up being my same. Like, I, di- I didn't look at my score. I kind of just, like, just did it. I, I understand you guys' points for this movie. Um, I'm just going to blame it on... Uh, I'm fucking stupid. I, I'm a millennial, I guess. You know? <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Uh, I can't. Uh, what? You're gonna blame it on your millennial? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Technically, uh, fucking millennials ruin everything. Uh, I've had a lot of people. Ruin, I've, had a, I've had a lot. I've had a lot of people in my life blame things on millennials lately. Okay. Uh, I figure I'm 1980. I was born in 82, which technically puts me on the millennial side. Mm. So I'm gonna say, hey, I'm a millennial. Fucking uh, sue me. Uh, I ruin things. <laughs> we ruined the diamond industry, and now I uh, I ruined the. Uh, that action. commando, commando. <laughs> I understand you guys' points though. Like, uh, oh, it's hard. It's a hard movie. It's a hard movie for me to rate. But uh, I think with the six point two, I think I, I really put it with what I consider to be a, an above average, like benchmark, right. for an action movie. Fair um, yeah. So seven point three. So, so where does that put us, James? So that. 7.3 makes it tied with... Assault on Precinct 13. Predator, Ungback. Yeah. yeah. So those three for 16th, 17th, and 18th. Man. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go first this time. Okay. I'm going to... Let's see. Uh, fucking, man, f- fucking third. I have to put it behind Predator ahead of Ungback. And my reasoning is... Um, well, I think it might be a little bit more fun to watch than Predator. Predator is just fucking better. It's just done. It's just executed better on almost every level. Predator. Uh, Ong Back is fucking great, but I think Commando is just more classic. I think it's a go-to. So it's more of classic action. Yeah. Kill Amigo. Right. I'm gonna say this. Um, Assault on Precinct 13 is a pivotal movie in I think cinema history. Um, they do stuff in that movie that I think has never been done before and has been replicated since. Uh, I say Predator is the benchmark for action movies of the 80s. It's like up there with the dumb action movies as opposed to like the smart action movies. So like the uh, Sw- Arnold Schwarzenegger movies versus like the diehards right. of the 80s. Okay. Um, Ong Back, I think, changed the game as far as like Asian cinema goes. So I'm putting it at 19. You're putting it behind all. Behind three. all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'll watch Ong Bak every day compared to watching this movie. I, th- I think it just, it, there's, there's something that's so much more visceral. And I, th- I think that like, um, I watch Ong Bak and I'm like, it's kinetic and it's fast and like things are happening and it feels so like, I don't know. Like, there's so much more effort put into it. And I think that that just... I, I think I, I, I think I quantify it right there with effort. 
like I, I don't think I've put it in my in my head. I don't think I, I realized until then, but it just feels like they really tried. Whereas with this movie, I think it was more of like a, oh, this guy will do. Let's just do this thing. Sometimes you just want a Big Mac, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But maybe yeah. Ong, but to me, maybe Ong Bak is the new Big Mac. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, No, no, that's like some gastropub burger. <laughs> yeah. It's not the raid. <laughs> no. I would uh, have to agree with Dustin on this one. So it would be the new 18. I mean, just watchability wise and I mean, just classic 80s. I think it's one of those ones that you can just be like among action movies. If you're going to talk about like some of the classic action movies, that's this would be one of them. For so, sure, if someone it's was like, definitely not, I've never seen an '80s action movie. This yeah. would be one of the ones I would consider showing them for sure. Yeah, after Predator. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay, got you All right, that's so awesome. Commando has moved up. <clears throat> so Commando's moved up from when? From where? From when? From yeah. when? From moved where? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Bump, so bumped up to eighteen. Made a fair, fair jump there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. So. Next movie is Demolition Man. Yeah. Stallone. Snipes. Dennis Miller. I've never. Sandra Bullock. I've never seen this movie. Taco Bell. Everybody else has seen this movie. So I'm. Did a little peek behind the curtain. I'm 55 minutes into this movie. I had to stop watching it. There's been no Taco Bell ads. Oh, really? Wait, what? There's been nothing to do with Taco Bell. That's, I wonder if it got removed. From the movie, I read something about it. Anyway, we'll get into maybe that. we'll get into that next episode. But I'm watching it, and there's no Taco Bell. So, um, you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, so much for listening. Uh, uh, please uh, tell a friend uh, and like us and rate us on iTunes. It's the best way to get our fucking stupid voices out there more often. Um, check out our website, uh, actionactionpodcast.com our iTunes and our Facebook and we guys uh, see you next week he's got scallions